What is going on, everyone? You're listening to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. I drop new episodes every Tuesday at 12.01. I'm on all of your social media platforms at Jarrell GME. If you have a topic for the show, tweet me, DM me, comment. If you want to be on the show, tweet me, DM, comment. If you have a listener letter, be sure to write into the show at Podcast at gmail.com. And with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy today's show. Previously on the Good Men Exist Podcast, Season 2. I I worked really hard to make sure that she enjoyed herself, make sure that, you know, I incorporated a lot of the things that she wanted to do and also have it make sense. That was important, too. And to this day, I'm pretty sure she hasn't had a birthday that's better. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. That was one of the last great times we had together. My birthday was great. Her birthday was great. Connection was still amazing. And shortly after that birthday is when everything started to fall apart. All I know, all I know is the things you do and it's nothing new. What's going through your head when you made that decision? You know that I would find out her name, her age, what she looks like. You say I'm crazy, but look what you had to hide. So although we had a very good couple of months, I believe that her patience began to wear a little thin or I wasn't moving as quickly as she wanted. And to be fair, I I wasn't really moving that quickly because logistically it was just too much to think about at the time. And I kind of wanted to be very meticulous with how I process things. Previously, many of her questions centered around, you know, what's the plan? Where are we going? What does it look like? And now it became more when is she going to move or when are you going to move? And again, because there's a lot of things that I choose to protect about people's stories and identities, can't go into a ton of detail about everything. One, that would be boring. And then two, again, some things aren't my part of the story to tell. So I'll try to keep it as vague yet detailed as possible. So typically with most of anything when it came to Tasha and Shannon I kept everything separate nothing had changed between Shannon and I there was no semblance or resemblance of a relationship between her and I outside of the fact that we lived in the same place we weren't sleeping together there was no hugs no kisses no going out to restaurants while I'm not looking for a cookie at all for the whole situation but there was nothing that I did that resembled a relationship and I was mentally emotionally, whatever you want to call it, physically loyal to Tasha. It was just a matter of putting myself in a situation where I could fully and by fully, I mean 100 percent be free of any distractions, any situations that wouldn't be conducive to a healthy relationship. And unfortunately, because there was so much involved, I didn't have a clear path to that 100 percent. So a lot of it on my end was a lot slower getting there. So Tasha took it upon herself to find out who Shannon was 
again, I kept things very separate, never mixed the two, never talked about the other unless I absolutely had to, which I tried to avoid at all measures because that only created rifts. And then with rifts became negative energy with negative energy became questions that I didn't have the answer to at that point in time. So Tasha took it upon herself one day to find out who Shannon was, not just what she looked like, not just what she did for a living, like who she was. So she found out she I'm guessing I don't know. But I, if I had to guess, she went through my followers, probably on Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case may be. No, it wasn't Twitter because I didn't have a Twitter back then. So it was my Instagram. And because of her profession as an artist, it wasn't too terribly difficult to find, I'm sure. So on a Friday night, I think it was, she asks me a question. She says, hey, she sends me a screenshot. The screenshot is of Shannon's Twitter. And she asks, is this Shannon? And I was honest. I said, yes, it is. That's her. And she goes through her tweets and I guess she sees older tweets that may look suspect, right? Like uh, something along the lines of me and uh, uh, what's that thing that women used to call men? Not bae. Uh, Zaddy. That's what it was. Me and Zaddy doing this. Me and Zaddy doing that. And to be honest, none of that shit rung a bell to me. Like watching TV. Like, I mean, I don't know. It was like I it, like it was no one else that I knew of. But I mean, maybe I could be wrong. Like, I don't know. But either way, it didn't really make sense to me. So anyway, she, she's seen these tweets and uh, naturally her mind is running a million miles a minute. She's asking me questions. Why didn't you just be honest with me? Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, listen, I told you about the situation from the beginning. Sure. As I've said a dozen times over, the fact that although we didn't act like a couple, it was never stated explicitly via text message, via letter, via audibly. No, it wasn't. But that didn't change the fact that we were, you know, we were just living together. And, and that's what the truth is. So anyway, so that turns into a whole situation of its own. And so naturally this this places her in a situation that she really one never should have been in and two, she didn't want to be in. Because now that that trust is broken, right? She feels as though everything I could be saying or that I have said is dishonest. And that wasn't the case. How can I say any different, right? So now she's on edge at all times. She began to state that she didn't know how to feel. She didn't know what to feel. She didn't think that she felt the same because she didn't know what to believe. And she wished that she had never done it. Well, the thing about opening Pandora's box is that once you see what's inside, you can't go back. Like you can't reverse it. It is what it is. So naturally that seed that was planted began to grow and there wasn't a ton of anything I can do about it. Right. So those conversations that were every other month now became every other week. And it got to the point where she decided that the only way that she could possibly find any resemblance of peace in the relationship was that Shannon had to move out. Now, I had my reasons for not asking Shannon to move out previously. It had nothing to do with anything emotional as far as us as a couple. That was never an issue for me. I knew Tasha was who and what I wanted. I just didn't know how to make that move without putting other people's finances, lives, emotions in incredible jeopardy. And sometimes that's what you have to do, you know, if you feel that that's the only route to take. But that wasn't one that I was comfortable with. Um, I'm not 
the person who can just do whatever I want and purposely hurt somebody's feelings, knowing that it's going to and then not feel a way about it. Tasha, of course, you know, wasn't interested in how I felt about it. She felt as though that I had plenty of time to make a move and do things. And because I hadn't yet, now she felt as though she needed to make a decision that she thought was best for her. And so anyone who knows me knows that I'm very strategic with damn near everything I do. It's a double edged sword because it allows me to not put myself in situations that I can't get out of. But at the same time, it also means that it may take me a little bit longer than normal to make a decision. Impulse is not a thing that relates to me whatsoever. I'm going to think it out. I'm going to look at multiple perspectives, as many as I can before I make a decision. And rarely do I ever let anyone's feelings affect something for me, especially when it comes to business. And for a long time, I felt like relationships were business or not, well, not entirely business, but they had a business element to them, just like marriages. Everyone has their own idea of what it is. Some people's like, no, marriage is about love. And, and, and it is. But if marriage was strictly about love, then there wouldn't be a license to be married. There wouldn't be taxes to be filed jointly. So there's a lot. I'm not even going to get into that. That's another topic, another season. But anyway, I just say that to give you an idea of how my mind works. So naturally, with that being said, you would understand that I'm not a person who can be easily uh, triggered, not a person who can be easily manipulated not someone who is typically two to three steps behind. I always try to be one to two steps ahead. But Tasha felt as though she had no other choice to give me an ultimatum. Her ultimatum was Shannon needs to be moved out by April 1st or I won't be here. And naturally, I, I had two reactions. The first one was one, who you think you are like providing me an ultimatum? Like, I don't work off of your time. And of course, that's the ego in me speaking as a man, right? Like, I do what I want to do. You can't tell me anything. And two, it was what you mean you ain't going to be here, though, right? And she's like, take that as you want it to be, but I won't be here if she's not gone by April 1st. And so this was maybe probably around two, two and a half months out. Again, there were other situations in play as to why I wasn't comfortable rushing Shannon out. But again, at the same time, I knew Tasha was who I wanted. So it really put me in a, in a place where it was tough to make a decision. But I felt like as much as the, the ego in me, the person who is always ahead of the game, the person who makes his own decisions, as much as that part of me wanted to completely disregard her ultimatum, I also knew that she had been patient, right? That I did want a future with her, that she had been the only woman that I had come across in all my years of life that made me feel that marrying her would be the easy thing to do. It's the thing that I wanted to do. It's the thing that I wanted to work for. I really believed that she was all in on that same goal, on that same idea. That's why she was pushing for this, because why else? She wanted the same things I wanted. And the only way to truly be present in the relationship, the only way to be healthy in this relationship is to remove the things that have caused strife, right? So as the time progresses towards April 1st, we're still fine. Things are different, right? Because there's that elephant in the room. And in having that elephant in the room, there's always going to be that kind of weird feeling where you're connected, but not quite connected. On her end is because 
She feels as though she has new information that she didn't previously have and now she doesn't know what to think or believe. But at the same time in her head, she knows that by Shannon not being in the picture, that will allow her to be relieved to a certain extent. And I wanted that for her. I wanted her to feel fine with our relationship. I wanted her to feel stable. I wanted her to feel appreciated and understood. And I wanted her to feel loved. So it's March 28th, March 29th, around that date. Tasha has been asking me for the past month, month and a half, what's like, what's going on? What's happening? Is she moving? Is she not moving? I told her that I would have Shannon moved out by the first, but whenever she asked me prior to that, it would irritate me. So I wouldn't really answer her. I was like, I have already said that I'll do my best to have her move. And she's like, what do you mean? Do your best. That's what it sounds like. I will do my best to have her moved out by the first. And so she, she didn't like how I approached the situation, but at the same time, it was still that ego in me. That was irritated by the fact that she felt like she could give me an ultimatum and then I was just supposed to do it because she's her. So we're coming up on the 29th, 30th, 31st. She doesn't hear anything from me regarding the move. I don't say a word about it. And then on April 1st, she asks, so what happened? And I had to tell her. I was like, look. And you'll hear what I had to tell her in the next episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We are quickly coming to a wrap for season two. And I want to thank all of you who have listened from the beginning. If you joined late, no matter when you join the journey, thank you for being here. If you're enjoying the podcast, definitely tell a friend, tell a family member. I would greatly appreciate the support. As usual, I hope all of you are doing well. And as always, be great, people. <laughs>